Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Sleep Powder. I'm Theron. And I'm Anna. And you are listening to the number one spot for Pokemon and mental health. This is our show. If you are new, please follow us on Instagram and our socials. We are on Instagram. We're at Sleep Powder Talks. You can also reach us via email, uh, sleeppowdertalks at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> it has been a very very stressful week so yeah. far there uh, is very sick <laughs> I, I am very sick um i <laughs> you all could probably hear it in my voice but i'm not up to par right now no but on halloween i went and got a covid test because that's the responsible thing to do yeah because i told you to you well you told me but that doesn't like you know it doesn't make a a, a rectangle a square you know what I'm trying to say? I do, but I did tell you. You did tell me, but it wasn't like the main impetus of why I wanted to go. Um, it's the responsible thing to do. It's like yeah. it's like uh, hiding a zombie bite. Like you're if if you feel sick and that you don't if you feel sick and not up to par and you feel like you have COVID and you don't tell anybody that you got sick, then that's just as bad as like hiding a zombie bite from your group because that's crucial information everyone should know well that and anything else contagious honestly I kind of just follow the teacher rule which is like when you started like an education they told you that you don't have an excuse not to show up unless you're getting sick or you have like a debilitating fever a blistering fever. Or if you're super contagious with something. So like a cold? No way. If you had strep? Nah. You don't go in. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I think what this is is that this is just a just a cold. That's all I'm hoping for. I I am really hoping that I am I'm actually feeling a lot better. Uh, I've been working from home today, but I just want to get back to the office and with uh, I'm much more of an outside person I'm an outdoor cat Theron is very much an extrovert yeah but how was your week honey <laughs> it's been a week it's somehow we recorded I don't even remember when we last recorded before I think Halloween and now yeah, it's after Halloween and yeah. I am very tired uh, as we will discuss later on it seems like we will not be getting rest anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who are that new to the show... Sorry, that sounds so bad. That sounds like we're doing something. <laughs> like no, we, we live in America. Just We, for... li- we live in the U.S. Um, we're recording this on November 2nd, which means that tomorrow, November 3rd, will be voting day for the election. 2020 election. And that's what we're talking about. We don't have some weird secret. We don't. We don't like have a baby coming or a dog no. or anything. Nothing is exciting that's happening. We're just tired. We're just, you know, dealing with the president of the United States. Um, and just as as a preface, because um, spoiler alert, this is what we're going to be talking about for our mental health segment. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about civil unrest and what that looks like in terms of mental health because when it comes to social turmoil and big events in the world 
I think it's important for people to learn to build those coping skills to help deal with that. Um, yeah. We but live... we'll talk about later. We don't have to get into all that now. Yeah. That being said, um, when we talk about these kinds of things, we usually take a very neutral stance. Yeah. Um, we're more talking... We were, we're talking about politics, not giving opinions on politics. Yeah. Um, so... We're not going to tell you how to feel about anything. No, we're not going to tell you who we're voting for or who we did vote for or anything. Not that's, our place. That's not... You don't need to know that. It's okay. Uh, but we're here to help you because no matter what, no matter who you are, on what side of the, on what, uh, what party you voted for, it's a stressful time. So we'll help you deal with some of those things and take it in stride. But first and foremost, I think we need a safari zone to roam through. Yes. <laughs> for those of you who are completely new to Sleep Powder, this is our first segment, Safari Zone, where we randomly generate a Pokemon and talk all things about it. Talk movesets, talk origins, talk nicknames, would it look good in a bow tie? Uh, you name it, we're about to get started. Are you oh, ready? Bow tie, that's so smart. I, I, There are several Pokemon that will look really great in bow ties. Uh, can I say the first one that came to my mind? What? Hammer time. Hammer time, hammer time. Oh, yeah, Scraggy would look good in a bow tie. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. All right, three, two, one. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Actually, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Um, it's Slowking. Oh, I'm okay with that. Which I think is really funny because uh, it just had the um, Galarian form. Yeah. And Crown Tundra. Yeah, it did. And we weren't gonna, we didn't have, that wasn't planned, so. Yeah, let's actually talk about Slowking for a little bit. It, this yeah. is a, okay, com, com, full disclosure, I've never had strong feelings about Slowking. It's always Same. just been kind of there. I've always been more of a slow bro kind of guy. <laughs> I do, I love slow bro. I'm just a it, slow bro, you know? Yeah. Slow bro, you know? It's okay. Slow King is very, very cool. What's the littlest one? Slowpoke. He's so small. He's very small. That one seems like a good friend. I'd be cool with that one. When they look like they're gonna talk to me and they wear hats, that's that's where I kind of draw the line. That's how you know where uh, friendship will stop. Well, because I feel like he's going to boss me around. And you know what? My small dog already bosses me around, so I'm good. Right. <laughs> so, let's let's talk about Slowking for a little bit. This Pokemon... Tell you know, me the moves. Speaking moves. of... Well, speaking of a bow tie, he's got a very nice um, neck frill. Yeah, it's I okay. That, that, I think it really sets it apart from the rest of the game. It always hit me as more of a circus thing. Yeah, I see that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they were going for. I just I never really liked it. I think it's the red and the white together. <laughs> I mean, it's a big job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, you, for some reason, its face seems a lot more, um, you know, together. Like I'm looking at Slowbro and Slowking together. And Slowbro's face is just wide and splurged out, which kind mm -hmm. of 
feels to, to hold dopey look, the, 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 the like, slow bro, like, duh, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but Slow King seems very, <laughs> very astute, very educated. Um, and that's why he's threat. <laughs> yeah, the, the threat comes from intelligence. Remember that, kids. <laughs> the threat will Remember, always kids. come from intelligence. <laughs> Remember, kids, intelligence is the only currency that matters when the war comes. <laughs> and, uh, wow. Uh, how would Sloking <laughs> serve as a political advisor? What? It depends on what side he's on. Oh, let, let's take a look, because Sloking's Pokedex entries have a lot of um, substance here. Tell me all about it. So, a poisonous bite reacted with its system, blessing it with the enhanced intellect of a genius and has full control of its psychic powers. This Pokemon is so famed for its intellect that a proverb still persists in some regions. When in doubt, ask Sloking. It is constantly coming up with new ideas that would change the world. But as soon as it hits upon a new idea, it forgets it. Me it's too! <laughs> It's called the Sage of the Sea. It engages in battles of wits with Oranguru, but the result is usually a draw. I don't that, believe that. No, that, that's just Jotonian Sloking, the original form. Here are yeah. the dex entries for the Galarian form, which I think are very cool. Yes. Uh, Galarian Galarian Sloking is a poison psychic type. Um, and it's, it's, it's more of like a, a, a witch or a warlock or like a practicer of, you know, witchy things. I love that. A combination of toxins and the shock of evolving has increased Shelter's intelligence to the point that the Shelter now controls Sloking. While chanting strange spells, this Pokemon combines its internal toxins with what it's eaten creating strange potions. Oh my god. It's a wizard. <laughs> it's an alchemist. Oh my god. A plague doctor of sorts. This oh my god, wait. We need to take two seconds. Um, I need to just say the best costume I saw during Halloween was a kid <laughs> who was dressed in a full plague docs doctor like garb. Like head to toe. They always look great. I was so impressed and I was like, dude! Plague Doctor, and he was like, yeah, exactly, and I was like, I love it. You get it. Because I, I was just so in love with it. It was the best costume I saw all night. Now, it, it does come close to the little girl who was dressed as Peppa Pig. <laughs> Peppa. But it was funny because it was like, it was clearly a pig costume. Like, it was like the one, like the really bad Shrek costume, like you're inside of it. And, right. like, the head is, like, around your head, if that makes sense. Oh, my God. And it had a name tag on it that said Peppa Pig, as if, like, you couldn't figure it out. I was like, that's Peppa Pig. And, like, I saw her, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're Peppa Pig. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> she was just really excited that someone caught it. That's really sweet. I just, Halloween makes me so happy. I love seeing little kids in little costumes. But, you know, if I had to pick between a political advisor and a kooky, uh, <laughs> a kooky sea bear alchemist, 
I want the witch. I would I would take the kooky sea bear kooky sea bear alchemist. Um, you know what they make me think of now? What? That description just reminds me of the ants from uh, Practical Magic. Oh, that's right. The the older ones that were like, um, no, we're not gonna deal with this. This is your problem. This Pokemon is very strange. Uh, talking about Slowking, just wow. I don't even know where to start. Um, Slowking has abilities that seem good at first, but two of them are really kind of um, set them apart. So Jotonian Slowking has Oblivious, Own Tempo, and Regenerator. I almost said Refrigerator, but I did eat dinner tonight. Um, <laughs> oblivious means that it cannot be under attract. It can't be intimidated. It can't be taunted. So it's it's kind of helpful if you realize yeah. that you want to switch into a taunt Pokemon or um, it, it can't be intimidated, which is pretty good, but you're not going to use Slowking for a physical attacker. No. Um, own Tempo, which it shares with the next two abilities it shares with its um, Galarian form. Yeah. Own Tempo means it can't be confused and it also blocks Intimidate. Which I think is really funny since it forgets the things. Like, yeah. of course it would be confused, you idiots. <laughs> what do you mean it can't get confused? It very much can and does. <laughs> Which makes no sense. Yeah, that's one and of those things that I'm like, hmm, you're not, that doesn't make much sense. And then its third ability, the hidden ability, is Regenerator. Which I, Regenerator is probably one of the better abilities in single Pokemon. Yeah. If you're doing like a 6v6 battle. When, okay. Pokemon, when this Pokemon switches out of battle, up to 33% of its hit points are restored. Oh. Heal upon switching out. See, when I thought regenerate, I thought of the doctor. You know, like Doctor Who. You know. Like Doctor Who. Yeah. But not at all. <laughs> it's like if the doctor got bored and was like, oh, well, I got a paper cut. I'm just going to zoom. All Time right. Uh, Galarian Slowking also has a new ability called Curious Medicine. <laughs> when this Pokemon is brought into battle, any, any stat alterations of allies are removed. So, looking specifically at this, um, yeah, any stat, any negative stat changes are removed from your partner. So, I, I mean, I guess that's kind of useful. It's kind of situational if you want to play a support role. Yeah, um, it sounds like a lot more of a support role than anything else. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because it's sought after. Well, I mean, okay. So I was just watching Star Wars. So now my head is very much in the hero cycle. Mm -hmm. Because A New Hope literally follows the hero cycle to a T. Um, so what I'm thinking is, yes, you would think that the sage old wise like slow king would be a major role but of course it's a supporting character just like it, the old oh god what are they called the old crone is always the supporting character it's never the main character yeah and also except if you're watching the new star wars movies because 
then yeah. Also, their names are just weird. Yeah. This is Han Solo, and this is Leia Organa, and this is Luke. Yeah, they didn't think about that too much, did they? No. Looking at uh, stats, standards looking, Jotonians looking, has 75 attack, 100 special attack. Galarian's looking takes that, takes 10 from attack and moves it to special attack. So now it has 65 attack, 100, and 10 special attack. Okay, that's math. It's it's just a 10. Just just move one number to another. Um. Anyway, oh, it's God. it's a versatile Pokemon. It gets tons of really cool moves. It gets Power Gem uh, to hit. It's one of the only special rock type moves. It gets Grass Knot. It gets Scald, Venom Drench. It gets um, Fire Blast. It gets Blizzard. Pretty sure it also gets Flamethrower. Gets Pina Colada. Yeah, all sorts of drinks of this <laughs> cocktail of a Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that sets it apart is its hidden ability, or its um, signature move called Eerie Spell. It's a base... Okay. What? <laughs> oh, okay. No, I said okay. <laughs> it's a base 80 power special attack psychic move. And it removes three PP from the target's last move. Three of the PPs. Three. Which is, you know, people always complain that, like, PowerPoints are kind of like a, <laughs> a defunct um, vestigial mechanic of Pokemon. But if, I think if, it's important to still have it. If you remove a player's options, then, I mean, I think it's kind of important. I think it's I a weird too. play. Very cool. I think it I think it makes you think on your feet and even if you're doing something super simple I think it makes you at least think of other solutions you could have or and gives you that sort of sense of danger that you wouldn't yeah. normally have in a lot of situations like I know a lot of my pokemon are overpowered and so I know uh what's one that I can give an example for so like when I am doing shiny hunting with um, the eggs, mm -hmm. excuse me, I'll run into random Pokemon sometimes because I'm not paying attention. And the first one in my party is Chandelure. Right. And so I have to figure out what's the best like thing to do with it. Uh, usually, I use a fire move, but sometimes I forget to go and power up and clean up my babies, and I'm out of those, so I have to use whatever else I have. Right. To just make make do. Yeah, and like, these Pokemon are again, like, what, 10? Level 10? Yeah, give or take. And my Chandelure is like 50, 60... Enough to knock it out in one hit. Enough to knock it out in one hit, but it definitely... It's still, like... It gives you that kind of, like... That you know, rush skill. That yeah. debate of, are you gonna actually be able to do that? I mean, I think PowerPoints are really important for the game. I really don't understand why people would want... I mean, I understand why people would want to get rid of them. I don't think it would be a good move. 
for the game to get rid of them. Yeah. It brings up a, a good talking point, I think. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I completely, like, moved the conversation. Back to <laughs> no, slogan. No, it's, it's really important. Uh, <laughs> talking... Now, my two cents on Sloking, mm -hmm. it's a Pokemon that is very versatile depending on the format that you want to use it in. Um, for So we can give, uh, you know, for sake of argument, I would say use, let's just talk about Galarian Sloking. Yeah. If you are for any questions about standard Jotonian Sloking, I can help you out with that too. Um, cool. So looking at a Depending on a, like a singles format, here's what we can do. You'll want to both of these since Slicking is base thirty speed. It benefits a lot from a Trick Room environment, where Trick Room, for those who aren't familiar, Trick Room makes it so that slower Pokemon will always move first. It reverses the speed order, so you can hit Trick Room and a very popular strategy when uh, VGC, VGC came out was. Dustclops for Rhyperior, because a vial like Dustclops was super bulky, and the strategy was to protect with, uh, what is it? Trick Room. Protect, turn one, protect with Rhyperior, Trick Room, Dustclops. And then Dustclops, since it's the slowest Pokemon in the field, is I think like base 20 speed. Mm. You move first, and since Dustclops has no physical attack whatsoever, you hit it with Bulldoze a super weak spread move to hit your own Rhyperior, trigger a weakness policy, uh, which gives you plus two attack, special attack. And since you're in Trick Room, it bulldoze lowers your speed, so you move faster in Trick Room. Hmm. It's a very strong combination, but a lot of players saw right through it. Um, I personally, I loved it. <laughs> I, I ran the strategy a lot. You yeah. would run like uh, Trick Room, um, you would run Trick Room, Bulldoze, Pain Split, or Ally Switch on Dusclops. And then for Rhyperior, you would do like Stone Edge, Fire Punch. Fire Punch was really important because when you. Rhyperior was a good Dynamax target. Yeah. You would Dynamax Rhyperior. And then Fire Punch would turn into Max Flare, which would weaken the power of water type moves because it sets up the sun. Which I thought was pretty smart. Um, completely off topic, but you could—I could honestly see you doing something very similar with Sloking, Galarian Sloking. Um, if you do, like, okay, let's do doubles for example. You yeah. could always do weakness policy with Dusclops and Sloking, so that uh, they both, <laughs> both of the Pokemon are very similar, like stature. They kind of look like. Like little buildings. Yeah. Um, you could do. So, Slacking gives a move called Slack Off, right. which heals its HP by half. You can get that. You can do coverage moves like Power Gem. It gets all sorts of water moves like Surf. Um, but you would want to run something like Eerie Spell, Sludge Bomb, Trick Room, and Slack Off. Or if you're doing the Weakness Policy route, um, you could do. Airy spell or psychic if you want power. <laughs> See, even hearing myself talking, you you could build this Pokemon so many ways. There's yeah. like offensive singles, offensive doubles, supportive doubles, supportive singles. 
there's so many ways to do it. So we'll just rapid fire. Um, offensive doubles. So go with the weakness policy strat. You could also give it a life orb if you really want. Give it um, give it eerie spell or psychic sludge bomb, and two coverage moves of your choice. This Pokemon has so many options. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, whatever fits you or your playstyle. Um, you want to minimize speed and maximize special attack. So you would run something like Quiet Nature. Supportive doubles. It gets a lot of really cool moves. It gets Heal Pulse to heal opponents, which pairs with the ability um, Curious Medicine. You would want to run Curious Medicine with that. Mm -hmm. uh, heal Pulse psychic um if you if your partner is a sweeper you could do psych up so you copy stat changes um and then you could do hex you could do flamethrower it really depends uh stored power there was a, a really goofy strategy i saw where you poison your own teammate mm -hmm. so that um it has to be a defiant pokemon so, like, say you had the new Galarian Zapdos. Poison Galarian Zapdos and then hit it with Venom Drench so that it lowers attack, special attack, and speed. But it gets three Defiant Triggers, so you maximize your attack. Right. Hit, which is a really unique strategy. And then, if you really want to run singles, I would completely recommend um, using Slowbro instead. <laughs> that that's my honest um, my honest thoughts. Uh, you know, take similar advice for offensive doubles. You can do weakness policy. You can do life orb, a whole bunch of coverage moves. But just make sure that you have uh, slack off on it because you want to get your HP back and run black sludge instead of leftovers. Whew, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, you good? Why don't you take a breath? <laughs> yeah, what do we? What do, you, what do we think about this 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 lad? Uh, okay, so yes, it's versatile. Yes, it does feel very much like an old crone kind of character, which I was not expecting out of this conversation, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, again, this is another Pokemon that I've always felt sort of neutral with. Like, I never... It was never a favorite of mine, but I never hated it. Yeah. You know? What would you like, want to name it? So, if we're going with the old crone kind of theme, then you could name it after literally any old crone in any story type that you have. Yeah. Now, since I am biased because I just watched Star Wars, you could name it Yoda. Very important name. You, oh, could, yeah. you could name it after literally any of the old crones, so that would be... Uh, uh, so... You could name it after Yoda, after Obi-Wan, uh, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. That seems kind of funny. Qui-Gon was cool. He was played by Liam Neeson. Uh, I'm mm. trying to think of other ones. Um, when I think of Galarian Slowking. Mm? <laughs> uh, the, the one that, the one name that came to my mind was, um, Mumbo. Mm. Mumbo was the, um, he was like the transformation character who in Banjo Kazooie, and <laughs> he was this like voodoo tiki doll kind of character. Good. And the, only, 
the only things that he would say, he would just go, Ikan Bokum, Ikan Bokum, Ikan Bokum. <laughs> it was really Fantastic. hard. He always spoke in like weird rhymes and whatnot. So <laughs> Bandra would just go up to Mumbo and he'd go, Ikan Bokum, Ikan Bokum, Ikan Bokum. Uh, sounds yeah. Nice. So I, uh, if I have one, I would name it Mumbo. But the old Chrome character seems very fitting for. Silver. Yeah. It's okay. Exactly. Um, I have no. <laughs> I I completely agree with this Pokemon is entirely neutral in my headspace. Yeah. So. Not a favorite. Wow. Not the least <laughs> favorite either. So he's just there. Yeah, that's looking. If you all want to talk about spells and uh <laughs> you know <laughs> galarian sloking always kind of reminds me like something is slightly off like <laughs> like a picture frame tilted askew yeah or a um like a dot of red ink on a sweater like that one side thought episode oh yeah um but you know I forget how much you watch Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. I know, I just keep forgetting that you love Seinfeld. So it's like, you'll just talk about Seinfeld, and I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We're talking about sitcoms that we love. I'm going to put my hat in the ring for Frasia. I've never seen an episode of Frasia. I hadn't either, and I woke up from a nap with with my parents in the room. And I woke up and Frasier was on, and it's the first time I've ever seen episodes of Frasier, and I was like, yeah. Frasier. Well, so, he's a, he's a, a, a psychologist, psychiatrist, and he mm-hmm. now has a radio show where he gives people advice, which I think is malpractice, but whatever. Um, it depends on HIPAA standards. Yeah, and it takes place in the... In the early 90s, uh, which I found out because I had to prove my mom wrong. Of course. Well, because I was watching it, and I was... Only one of them dresses, like, the time period, because she's younger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so this must be, like, early to mid-90s. My mom was like, no. I watched this when I was in college, and then when I was in law school, and that must have been the 80s. I was like, Okay. So I went to Google. It started in 1993. Last episode was like 2004. And I told her that and she was like, how do you know this? How did you find that out? It's like, because I looked it up. The power of the internet. And I was like, mom, it was two years before you married dad. (laughs) Like it was five years before I was born. The show ended before my youngest sibling was born. It was not on when she was in college. (laughs) Now, this is also the woman who used to watch MASH constantly, so... Oh, I can never do MASH. Really? Too much, much, uh... I'm not much of a war person. I'm not Uh, much of a... I forgot that they were at war a lot of the time. I think they did, too. But it is what it is. They used to have, like, the weirdest stuff on the base. Like, I was watching an episode with my mom, and they made a boxing ring. Like, an actual, like, honest-to-God boxing ring. And I was like, all right, now they did not have the supplies for that. Yeah, especially not in those circumstances. And apparently, one of the actors had a weird thing going on with his hand. I don't remember if he was missing a finger or his fingers were really short. 
Uh, it was, um, not radio. What was his name? Something to do with radios. And that was his name, but I can't remember what it was. And his right hand is never in the shot. Interesting. I guess that's just a feat of filmmaking. So they did that on purpose because they said that he would never have really been able to be in the military because of this hand thing, which I don't remember. And that was why his hand was always hidden in every scene. And it was just weird because that became what I focused on. Hmm. I'm going to yeah. be thinking of his name the whole time. I know it starts with an R. Well, while you're working on that. Yeah. And it seems to pervade your inner libraries of information. Um, let's, I think we should cover something else that's a bit more pervasive. Um, yeah. Starting in, with war, let's go even let's go even further. Radar. Sorry. Radar. His name was Radar, not radio, but I was close. Yeah, let's talk about civil unrest for a little bit. <laughs> let's um, talk about civil unrest. So um as we mentioned earlier, just a few disclaimers. Um the sleep powder team does not speak on behalf of um on behalf of anybody. Yeah, no, we're not on any political side, publicly. We're here to talk about how to help you through these problems, how to help you deal with this kind of um, unrest. Yeah, this is not like, how do I convince my family member to vote the other way? No, 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 no. No. We are just here to talk about how unnerving the election is as a whole. Because it is a very stressful time. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think anyone on either side thinks that it's not freaky right now. Right. So let's talk a bit about that. Um, Yeah. I remember we were talking last night and hearing that all these cities are preemptively boarding up their walls. Yeah. um, Regardless of results. It's not even a results thing. It's just the whole event. Yeah. America is in a very politically charged time right now. Mm-hmm. And it is <laughs> it feels very fragile. That's exactly what the country feels like. The the country feels fragile. Um you could you could sneeze, you could look at it the wrong way and something will happen. Well, and, if you sneeze right now, the world just sort of ends around you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I was uh, in Starbucks I was in line for Starbucks and I coughed and I had to like turn my shoulder. I'm like, yeah, I have my mask on, but <laughs> you cough nowadays and people are like, oh my God, you've COVID. You've COVID. Well, yeah, that's why you went to go get the medicine ball. Oh, that's that, a joke. Theron does not, to our knowledge, have COVID. No. Um, but yeah, so how can we deal with, well, okay, let's bring it, let's bring it down this way. What problems are in our way as a result of our country's political climate? What comes to mind right now? I mean, just the general tension right now for me. Yeah, it's tense. It's, it's the tension for me. It's it's unpredictable. I feel like it's hard to see what's going to come out of it. It's hard to see what's going to um, 
arise. Uh, yeah. I feel like no matter where you live, well, I think where you live is especially important because it's hard to have conversations about things that you believe in and aspects of the world that you want to fight for for some people who don't listen. It's hard to have those conversations as well. Um, and let's try to come up with a list of some things that we can help you with to help you you know, lighten your load a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's start with number one. Try, yeah. try to avoid the news. <laughs> Just yes. I, I don't recommend watching the news even before all of this. I always hated watching the news, just in general. Uh, I live My... near a city, so a lot of it was just like, tonight on the evening news, we will tell you about the latest shooting. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. Yeah, it's stressful. Like, I don't need this information right now. Well, and then it's like, that's the night news. If you watch the morning news, it's like, anyway, a bunch of people got shot. And mm. here's Rachel Ray with her new favorite recipe of turkey burgers. Like, I, that jump. We don't do that. <laughs> so, like, there's no, there's no happy medium with the news. Um, I think, <laughs> here's my honest suggestion. If you want to watch the news, if you want to stay updated, and you don't want to feel super bogged down all the time, go watch Drew Barrymore's new show. I, I have not been so happy... Like, she was talking about the news, and I was like, yes, exactly, Drew. Thank you. There was Great. no jump to anything negative. There was nothing super crazy about everything going on. She just talked to Marie Kondo, and she got so excited about Marie Kondo being there. That woman is a wizard. I know she is, but, like, I'm okay with Drew Barrymore getting a show. I'm yeah. very okay with it. And so... Like, if you need a calming news presence, she's never going to do the Oprah thing where sometimes she has an episode where she's giving away a bunch of stuff and then the next episode she's talking about, like, domestic abuse victims. Like, there is just... Drew. Yeah. When it comes to news coverage, uh, think of it as, like, a buffet. Like, yeah. you want to get all of the information that you can in the best way that you possibly can. But sometimes but, it's overwhelming. Yeah, there are too many choices. Um, so, maybe it's okay to pick off your friend's plate. It's okay to hear news from your friends. To If your friends are interested, and if that's the outlet, you can just say, Hey, I would really appreciate it if you could keep me updated on XYZ. Mm -hmm. And reach out to a friend. They'll help you out with that. Um, yeah. Said, looking into look into neutral news. Now, <laughs> as adults in the United States of America, we know that there's no such thing as neutral news. Um, yeah. But the best way that we can get neutral news, excuse me, is learning how to research, learning how to really delve and dredge through search engines and how to be informed and that can really be another topic for another episode but yeah try to practice you can practice your research abilities too to say oh well, you know i really don't trust that headline i think i'm going to dig a little deeper i want to see what that looks like for myself 
Um, and going for, I completely recommend academic sources above anything else. We are in a day and age that uh, would very much love to have the support of academia. And as someone who's worked on an academic journal themselves, um, yeah, I'm very much gung-ho for the idea of science and the scientific method. Yeah. So go check that out. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I can help you out as well. Yeah, Theron's very good at research. He's who I go to for research. And I have to do research a lot for, like, work and school and stuff. And I'm like, I, I, I know I told you how to do this. Can you remind me how to do this? This That's weird okay. kind of legal research that I don't remember how to do now. Yeah. News is very scary. Yeah. And you have every right to be scared. And that kind of leads me into our second point. Listen to your symptoms. <laughs> your body knows your body best. So if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling manic, then listen to what your body is telling you and take that as a good opportunity to practice those coping skills accordingly. Um, like, I remember I was at work one day, and it was the other day I did not feel well, and I just, I went home. Um, I my, my work has the option where we can work from home for, uh, we can leave early to work from home for the remainder of days, which I usually choose not to because I love my office, I love my staff, and I just love that environment, so I usually choose to stay at the office. Yeah. But... I, I'm like, you know what? My body is feeling not that great. I'm just going to drive home and take it from there. So listen to how your body is feeling because it's more than <laughs> you are a, you know, it's the old thing of like you're a, you're an eight pound ball of fat piloting a meat suit and you are effectively a computer inside of that meat suit. So listen to what the meat suit needs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it knows better than you do sometimes. Um, and I don't know if Theron's going to get to this, but let me sort of give a, a, a calming word here. It doesn't matter which political side you're on right now. Right. I'm just going to say the government has so many checks and balances. I really don't know what changes anyone's going to be able to make. I know people have these radical ideas when they run for certain offices, but what they actually can do and what they want to do are not going to be the same. Yeah. And it's scary to hear what they want to do. And again, this is both sides. I don't I don't know who's on what side listening to this. I don't I'm not We're telling you to be scared. Yeah, I'm not telling you to be scared. I'm saying from what I've heard, both sides are nervous. You are entitled to your own feelings and your own reactions. But just know that no matter who comes out on top, no matter what ends up happening, the nation will still be here. Everything will still be on its feet. There are some, several calm heads in the legislature. Yeah. There are so many things that you cannot get around It is hard to do anything in the law. It's right. going to be hard for some executive order to take that over. So it's, just take yeah. that as solace. 
for either side you're on and either side that you're against. And just take that information with you and just remember that every time you're hearing it. When it comes to those kinds of uh, rationalizations and coping skills, that's also something we can practice, right? Mm -hmm. Something we can um, recognize. It's when you're stressed and you're under this kind of, I hate using the word unprecedented. COVID really ruined that for me. (laughs) Um, Due to these unprecedented times, yeah, shut up. Just just shut up, please. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, um, what's the next talking point? (laughs) I completely forget. Um, You can't cope with what you you don't understand. So maybe take some time for some introspection. Um, Now is a good time to be alone and also be with people. But like we said, listen to your body and see what they have to say about that. Um, Listen to your symptoms. Oh, reverting back to old coping mechanisms. Yeah. Um, Go watch Avatar. Did you watch Avatar? Yeah. Did you try that yet? Also a good, um, just a great everything. (laughs) Um, I put that note down because I think it's important to recognize when old coping mechanisms fail us and when we revert to them. So what, what, um, what do we do when we're under duress? What do we do when we're under stress? Yeah. And when we're really feeling that pain, maybe we have bad coping mechanisms, coping mechanisms. Like maybe we spend a little bit too much money when we're feeling stressed. Yes. I am a stress shopper. Um, especially if I have like a fight with my parents, I'll just, I'll just use their credit card when they're not paying attention. And that is not a good habit, (laughs) but it works sometimes for me. And you recognize that's something that you want to fix. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been spending a lot less money this month alone. Right. (laughs) Excuse me, so that's good. Um, And I guess the last thing that I had is be sure to uh, set boundaries. Recognize that you are only one person and that if you feel the need to help however possible, start small. Yeah. Because no matter what you do in this world, you will always make a difference with whatever action that you choose. And you don't have to take to the streets if you want to donate if you want to donate to funds if you want to donate to um public initiatives feel free to do that start small do what you feel is in your power yeah there's no wrong way to deal with this stuff right now i mean unless you commit crimes that's probably bad yeah please Please we are not (laughs) not Um, please no crime no crime please um that's about all I had. Did you have anything else on? I did, but I lost it. I don't know what it was. We can just come back to it. No, it's not important. It's if it's gone, it's gone from this this old nutshell of a brain. <laughs> if you all have any questions about um, whatever, well, this episode is supposed to be coming out. We're recording on November second. Yeah, uh, we are hoping this episode will be up next Sunday. So we will see how the world works. Oh, um, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. 
but I was gonna jump off of your boundaries thing. Um, so personally, right now I'm at home, and some of my family members are leaning politically one way, and the others are leaning the other way. And all I can say is that a strict boundary was set, like so early on when we all moved back home from uh, school. So like I moved back from law school, my brother came back from college. My sister's been just sort of locked at home, being uh, online schooled for high school. Yeah. And my parents are working here and we're all just here in this small house together. And literally like when we got back, my mom immediately was like, no politics. I don't care what your opinion is. We're not doing it here. <laughs> Which like, it sounded bad at the time, but it made it such a safer space for all of us. Yeah. For watching the news. If if it's one side of the house watching the news together, it's fine. If certain people come into the room, we change it immediately. We were watching the news today, and then I put on Star Wars. Because... Important change. Yeah. I, I don't need to hear projections right now. You know what I would really love to hear? The correct, the correct line uh, in Empire Strikes Back. So, because people yeah. always misquote it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's important. I agree with you. Yeah. Here is uh yeah, I don't have any other thoughts. Do you want? <sighs> Sorry, I was yawning. Um, no more thoughts. Head very empty. Head very empty. My head has been so empty. Well, let's try to shift it. So, speaking for... of, speaking of heads, Let's talk about Grotendra. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be covering. So everyone and their family and their friends have been doing the Dynamax raid adventures. I, for one, have absolutely loved this game mode. Me too. One of my favorites by far. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the rental Pokemon, the Pokemon you can catch, and who are like some of the best and some of the worst Pokemon you can pick out of these. Um, out of these friends yeah yeah, um, we, can, yeah we might touch on the plot a little bit but like theron's avoiding it because he knows how it ends and i have only played the beginning <laughs> so honey i sent you the link to yeah. Pokemon. oh you sent me the link because you know i would never find it on this website <laughs> Uh, that sounds that sounds bad. We always use Cerebi, except Theron has been using Cerebi since uh, what you were Forever. born, and I have only just started using it. So it takes me a lot longer to find things. <laughs> Wait, right. why is this one different? Why is what one different? This Marowak. That's a Lola Marowak. Oh, I forgot. And to be it. fair, that's actually the first Pokemon I was going to recommend. Really? Um, Marowak. It looks super cool. This Marowak is, first of all, Alola Marowak, amazing Pokemon. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I love it so much. But being a fire ghost type with Rockhead gives you a lot of utility. Um, a lot of Pokemon in the raid den, um, you have tons of coverage moves here. So you have Flare Blitz, which, mind you, you take no recoil damage from because okay. of your ability Rockhead. You have Shadow Bone, which helps lower defense of your target, which helps out your teammates. You get Will-O-Wisp that helps you burn 
big threats, even if you're playing, you know, a bit slow. Because a Marowak is very slow. And then you have Iron Head to hit um, rock types that are rock types, ice types, um, fairy types that are in your way. A little yeah. Marowak is. <laughs> I have always loved the utility of this Pokemon in raid battles because it's it's just so versatile. Um, yeah. I mean, I have something completely unrelated. And what's that? <laughs> I just saw uh, Kangas Khan, and I thought it said Kazakhstan, and that was what I was thinking about for the past, like, two minutes. Because I... I love Kazakhstan. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my... Uh, if you're ever listening to this, shout out to Ajahn, my first RA... You meant the place. I thought you were joking, and you meant... I thought you no. were doing a goof. Oh, no, I'm being serious. <laughs> my my first ever RA was from Kazakhstan. And we I, I remember having one night um, just sitting in the common room with her. She was telling me all about it. And it's, it sounds like a wonderful country. I would have very much loved to go. It's very unique. Um, lots of shopping. Lots of shopping there. Um, but Kangaskhan is an okay pick. No, no, no. Uh, I wasn't saying it as a pick. I'm just telling you that that's... I can't read. <laughs> Did we ever talk... Sorry, I saw another thing that made me think about something. Did we ever talk about what I got you for when you started driving? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever talked about so it. I, I'm not a good driver. <laughs> or I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good driver I'm a, I'm a very new driver yeah um, Anna got me a excuse me, a Pokeball lanyard and a set of the Hoenn gym badges yeah, which was your first um, yeah. that was your first like game in the first gyms that you ran into but I also got him a clef key that sits oh, yeah. on his key ring and I thought that was the funniest thing. I do love that. The only reason I brought it up was, again, I just saw Clef Key and I was like, wait, do we ever say that on this show? Because this is a good opportunity because I'm staring uh, at it. Clef being one of my... <laughs> Clef Key is my favorite fairy type Pokemon. Yeah. By far. Um, Clef Key, fun fact, Clef Key is one of my... The longest shiny hunt that I've ever had for a Pokemon. Uh, I've had 57,000... 560 random encounters to find a shiny Klefki and it had the wrong nature, wrong ability, and wrong gender. <laughs> I wanted it to be a male with a male with prankster, so I could name it Cosmo because I had a Sylvia named Wanda that I wanted to use. <laughs> I um, forgot about that. <laughs> but now um, I have a shiny female Klefki with Magician, and her name is Alicia. Alicia is. Of Alicia Key. Um, That's fantastic. I will always recommend Klefki for these Dynamax raid battles. Um, It has a lot of really awesome utility with light screen to help you defend from special attacks. And because uh, you have the ability Prankster, you'll move first and you'll automatically get that screen up. Flash Cannon and Play Rough hit pretty hard for what they're worth. But Mm -hmm. I think my second fairy second favorite fairy type which really takes the cake here is Comfey. Oh, Comfey. you do I, love that one. 
I do love Comfey. I use Comfey on my Isle of Armor team, and it has sold me on the Pokemon. Triage is a fantastic ability that lets you... Any move that does healing gets priority, and you have Floral Healing, so you can heal your opponents. Uh, Draining Kiss, which is a great priority attack, after you makes it so that... Um, since Comfey is relatively fast, if you have a slower Pokemon on the field, you can go, oh, you first, after you. And the slower Pokemon will move right after Comfey does. <laughs> An energy ball is good grass coverage if you decide to Dynamax and get grassy terrain. It boosts the power of floral healing. So I will, the number one <laughs> support Pokemon for me has to be Comfey. Um, I mean, in my like opinion here, I don't think there's anything on here that's like terrible. I'm so glad you asked. Oh, I wasn't, but okay. <laughs> Go for it. There is a lot of trash on this list, if I'm being completely is honest. Is there really? I didn't oh. think so. I thought everything here was, like, fine. Because the way that Pokemon builds these movesets, they build them so that each Pokemon... Like, let's, I'm trying to find a good example. Um, it'll use Pokemon that have a much higher... Like, uh... Oh, another one that just came to mind. Quillfish has awesome coverage, by the way. <laughs> if you haven't checked, if you haven't used Quillfish yet, please go ahead and do so. It actually works really well in these raid battles. Yeah, and to all uh, our new listeners who don't know this, Theron loves Quillfish more than anything. <laughs> it's not my favorite Pokemon. It's in my top five, but I absolutely love Quillfish. Okay, it's one of your favorite. Yes. It's what, number two? I'd say three. Really? Yeah. Who supports yeah. it? I know who's uh, one. I like my top five Pokemon would be Torterra, Halucha, Quillfish, Porygon Z. Really? I love Halucha. Really? Because when I I remember seeing the leak for Halucha for the first time, and in my head I'm like, wait a minute. Every type would not be paired with flying unless we have a fighting flying type, and I've always wanted a fighting flying type, and Halucha mm. embodies it perfectly well yeah I love it so much um sometimes oh. we talk about pokemon and i have to like i'm i'm scrolling through the list to double check that this is the right one in my head as the one you're describing just to double check myself yeah oh my gosh another weird example um i would not use lampent lampent is a pokemon that's on this list because yeah. they realized that chandelier would be far too powerful Mm. It gets Burning Jealousy, which only has 5 PP. Skitter Smack, which is a bug-type physical move when Lampent is a much stronger special attacker. Inferno, which is another 5 power point fire-type move, has a 50% chance to miss. Um, and there are better Trick Room Setters that you can use. Um, please do not use that. Uh... I'm trying to think who else is not that great. Can I say the best, the name of the best uh, hidden ability? What's up? Uh, Quagsire. Unaware. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really cool ability because... Um, no, I believe you. In my head, I'm just like, that's me. I'm also unaware. <laughs> Quagsire just does not care. <laughs> and it's it's different than Oblivious because... You know, Quexar has no idea what's going on. But, like, I really like that. It's yeah. like, okay, so I was just watching that old Dracula movie that came out a couple years ago. 
and it was about like Dracula when he was still the Vlad the Impaler and blah blah blah. Right. And the opposing army was like we've got the best strategy for how to defeat him and they just all put on blindfolds so they couldn't see him turn into a bunch of bats to freak them out <laughs> and i was like your blindness makes you brave it's okay like th who thought this was a good idea and then the next best line was them saying you trained to notch an arrow blindfolded i'm like yeah but did they train to shoot it and aim it and like hit a target blindfolded probably not so this does not seem like a good idea and surprisingly they won <laughs> but then they lost i don't know it was weird very confusing it was a confusing movie there was a very clear way to f there was a very clear way to resolve it and then they didn't so anyway something else to put on my my do not catch list is I don't do not use the rental poltergeist. The rental poltergeist does not use any of its good traits. Oh. Uh, it has a weak armor, which is a cool ability, but it has no ghost type move. It doesn't even run a ghost type move. Well, none of that. What's the point? <laughs> um, it gets aromatherapy to help heal your team, which on paper looks good, but it looks better on another Pokemon. Sucker Punch, you're not a physical Pokemon. Psyshock, okay, that's alright, and Giga Drain, which is kind of standard for both guys, but I just would not use this at all. Um, oh, perfect example. Yes. Pokemon not using uh, their base stats to its availability. Scentiscorch. The okay. rental <laughs> the Rentiscorch. <laughs> uh, the rental Scentiscorch has okay, so as a Pokemon, its attack is 115 and its special is 90. Yeah. Uh, the rental sent to Scorch is only special moves. It gets Flamethrower, Scorching Sands, Venoshock, and something else. Um, it's like it's just a, a slam, slam. It's land. Yeah, it's a. It would look better if it were physical and used its potential to the best of its ability. Um, my best advice if you're going into this mode: uh, work with friends. That's always the best option. Yeah. And when you look at these rental Pokemon and you're, you want to switch them, hit the plus button on your controller or the start if you're using a GameCube controller like I do. And you can see what the um, what your special attack and physical attack is. Oh. So you can see how hard you're actually hitting. Or um, you can play like me and just take your chances and hope for the best. Yes, that's also true because I'm I'm a min maxer. I like having odds of, you know, having good Pokemon and hitting for good damage and making sure things look great. But you know, sometimes you can also just play casually, and I, it, yeah, if you want to use the teapot, use the teapot. Who's stopping you? Okay, well, I haven't played the teapot yet. I know. I know. I've done it twice. I've I've done this two times. And I've I've had Malamar, and what was the other one I had? I Malamar. If I look at them, I can tell you exactly what it was. I'm looking. Give me a second. It was Malamar, and it was something else I wouldn't have used. I've never used Malamar, like in yeah. my whole life. It's a great shiny hunting mode. I completely mm. recommend it. 
if you are interested in that, but I, I'm going to hunt the shiny legendaries. I'm not catching another legendary until it shines. It was <laughs> pseudo voodoo. That was the other one I used. Uh, but again, yeah. like it was because it was like pseudo voodoo or the worst like one to compare it to, but I don't know what it was. I can't remember what I didn't pick. Well, I mean, I feel like there was another one that I played as, and that's why I'm again slowly scrolling through. That's about all I have. Um, yeah. If, if you all have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to help uh, <laughs> help pick teams and pick rentals. But, you know, uh, trial and error on your own part probably works best, better than anything else. Yeah. So. Um, can we talk about the plot for, like, literally 0.2 seconds? Yeah, go for it. Uh, spoiler warning, it's by the way. barely a spoiler. Um, I hate the deer so much. Oh, Calyrex. I literally got nauseous looking at him. I, I think Calyrex is a very unique design. Emphasis on the crown in the tundra. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, again, like, it's nothing. I'm not, like, I'm not throwing a fit and not going to play or going to email the company in any way, shape, or form. I just wanted everyone to know he makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, took a, it took a while to get used to it. Yeah. Also, I just found out that some of these are sword and shield only, and we have to start trading as soon as we catch them. Yes. Or we can... So, when you go through the Dynamax Adventures, say you catch all, all four Pokemon. Yeah. Even the Legendary. It gives yeah. you the option of taking the Legendary with you. So, yeah. if you really want to, you can not take the Legendary and wait for it to be shiny. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm waiting for them to be shiny, and then I'll trade you the shiny ones. Yeah. Fine with me. Okay. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful episode of Skip Powder. If you are interested in joining our social medias, our Instagram is at Sleep Powder Talks, and you can hit us up on email, which is sleeppowdertalks at gmail.com. Yes, we also have a, we also have a Facebook group as well. We Facebook and a Twitter that we are getting off the ground. We're really renovating mm. our social media this season. I'm very bad with Twitter. My actual Twitter has three tweets on it, and I've had it since 2015. So and bear with me as I try to remember how technology works. The question we want you to answer this episode: What do you <laughs> tell us? Uh, some of your favorite stories with the Dynamax Raid Adventures. We want to hear some of your craziest wins and uh, what that looks like. I, I came back from a, a 3v1 with a Blossom today against a Zygarde, <laughs> which I thought yeah. was really fun. So tell us your stories. Tell us your victories. Yeah, I had a Halucha take out the last like 50% of something, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> and it was really weird because I was like, oh god, it's going to come down to this poor pseudo Wudo I have. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. That being said, I we hope you have a wonderful week and take care of yourself and give your pets a kiss for us. Pretty please. Have a good night. Sleep well. Good night. <laughs>